<laughs> Welcome back to the Forever DMs. Uh, Tom's having a stroke. Uh, <laughs> what? The- and the rest of us are here witnessing it. We can't do anything about it. It's missed on our screen. Uh, show must go on, though. So I did, I did um, call the paramedics. Um, just wanted to put that yeah, out there. That breaks the rules. If oh, the paramedics man. get, if we hear the sirens in the recording, I got to do so much more editing. So you, Oh, that's true. Call them off. Call them off. Oh, shit. All right. Uh, uh, let them go. Let Excuse me. Hi. Um, can can right, I? This can bit's I, going on no. too long now. This cannot be the opening. (laughs) Welcome back to the Forever DMs podcast. We're starting off with this cannot be the opening. (laughs) I'm Cam. Uh, I am your resident pirate ship, uh, airship creator uh, DM here. Uh, Back at it again for the second session of arc three of our podcast here. Uh, And I'm very excited to get going tonight. I've had a lot of time to... Uh, come up with the next phase of things i already had it in play but now that i've written it down i'm very excited for tonight so ooh, big hype coming in for me nice i guess we should continue our introductions uh one of the two different flavors of elf i'm evan <laughs> nice what's the other because, flavor uh, i don't want to know yours what's the other flavor the, uh, well that's going to tell you mine no, because I don't know what the two flavors are in general. So if I just get told one, well, okay, two... there's there's the one who always tells the truth and the one who always lies. Ooh, oh, shit. Yeah, and I'm not gonna tell you which, but uh, so we can't I'm... even trust that. I might not be using the right character sheet this entire session. Oh god damn! Wow, <laughs> I, totally I, wrong, won't it. I completely will not catch it either. <laughs> nice. So uh, I guess I'll I'll roll next. Uh, yeah, this is Eli. Uh, I'm coming at you like a Swiss Army knife with all the ideas that you've never thought of. It's uh, it's like it's a great feeling. Uh, being a cannonball from last session, rocking into this one, uh-huh. I feel like I got some kind of energy coming out your way. Let me tell you, you got some big momentum. Skipping around <laughs> like a goddamn turtle shell. Yeah, oh like my a pinball God. machine. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> and uh, I am Captain Trips. Wow. <laughs> uh Tom. So uh, I've been sick for the past week. Um, and it kind of felt delight. like I had Captain Trips from Stephen King's The Stand for like mm. all three of you who listen who read it. Yeah. Bro, I um, love JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yep, that's exactly it. 300 <laughs> points to Evan. He wins the house cup. Um, yeah. Oh shit. Yes. I have been working yep. so hard for that cup. I was at 99 points. I was at 299. Exactly. It's like, you know, one of those like obtuse wizard games where like you work so hard for hours upon hours and then you just like catch one stupid little MacGuffin that just invalidates everything else that everyone else did. I'm the old guy's favorite. You're the protagonist. Oh my God. This sucks. Got plot armor. I feel like I'm in Hufflepuff. (laughs) All right. Uh, Well. I'm going to ring it anyway. in here so we can <laughs> get started. But did anyone like to summarize what happened last time? Oh. Let, let's see. Who's got it this time? This is this is our oh. thing that we do, right? We do this. Yeah, summarize yeah, yeah. things. Okay. Um, I mean, I'll go. I haven't done it in a minute. All uh, right. So uh, we meet some new characters on Yggdrasil. Um, a very large turtle named Fred, who is chatting with a goblin in a scrapyard with Ash. Um, we met a spooky Asmar named Alistair, who is chatting with a, an Arakakra painter who's 
name I have forgotten. Sorry. Um, yeah. uh, get called by Yggdrasil because uh, there is another temporal disturbance, uh, as is kind of our whole shtick. Um, apparently going through eyes is weird, so he built us a bridge instead. <laughs> um, just feedback he's gotten. Just feedback that he has gotten. Eyes are weird. Um, we arrive on this world and the um, <clears throat> start off in the bow of a ship, which we later find out to be an airship, which is engaged in combat with some other airship, which may or may not be pirates. Um, a epic battle ensues. Um, Alistair takes off like a Halloween decora decoration left out a few days too late and caught in the November wind. Oh, um, uh, Fred just gets jettisoned and uh, <laughs> Koopa shelled into a uh, pirate captain um, <laughs> who ultimately, I think, gets firecracker shotted to death. Um, they get they get their rope severed and just launched into space. Yeah. Nice. And um, yeah, then the other guys who are a union, which, again, leads me to question <laughs> if we are fighting for the right side or not. Um you know, declare themselves, uh, they surrender um, right on the cusp of sinking our ship. So, hooray for us! Huzzah! Right. Huzzah! Very, very well done with that summarization of everything. Thank uh, you! We, we will start right back where we left off. You guys are on the deck of this airship. As you all stand aboard this surrendered vessel, you see that the crew of the ship you arrived in works to tie together the two ships using a variety of ropes and wiring. And after a few minutes, they are successful at doing so. A single crew member, human with eyes replaced by two looking glasses and a pointy wizard hat, uh, gets over to the main mast and begins covering it with different materials and muttering incantations until the shield around the mast expands and encircles the entirety of the two ships. Outside this bubble, as you guys look off past this shield, you can see that any clouds that are visible on the skyline are now frozen in place. There's a large bird that you see out in the distance that stops moving entirely. Any other airships that you spot out in the horizon also cease moving. It becomes immediately clear to all of you, no checks required here, that this is some time magic bullshit that is way more powerful than you would expect. Beautiful. Uh, crewmates Great. work to carry cargo into this larger vessel, claiming it as their own and they lower the cloud on fire flag that you guys saw was going up on top of the mast, and instead raise the skyscraper piercing a cloud flag. Uh, and at this point, Captain Bago uh, approaches all of you, and he says, Bago needs to know how the group of you got on Bago's ship. Did you stow away somewhere hidden, or are you space engineers? Well, eh? um, I, well, that's, listen, my friend, Bago, that's um kind of a big question with not a simple answer, you see. Um, mm. So, uh, easiest way to answer that is that your guess is as good as ours. We're just kind of here for the ride. Uh, all right, does that seem right to the you two? Yeah. Just don't know how you got here kind of thing? Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, well, you know, I, um, mm. I, I seem to remember, um, you know, kind of just doing things, and then mm -hmm. and then I got a cannonball, kind of like shot through a side of yeah. the hole in the wall. Yeah, that and was then, wicked. And then and then and then I was flying, and that yeah. was kind of crazy. But um, you know, crazy. I'm uh I'm here with uh with my friends. So yeah. 
I think uh, as the ones who, you know, saved your ship and your crew from destruction, maybe you shouldn't uh, look a gift horse in the mouth. Well, I mean, I, I was saying, yeah. Bongo, Bongo's not coming at you in a hostile way, you know. Like, Bongo just needs no, no, to make no, sure no. the ship's, ship's well defended because, I mean, we're lucky you guys ended up being good. If you guys were bad, we could have mm. all died anyways, you know. That's no. all Bongo needs. I mean, uh, what does remain to be seen now, doesn't it? Yeah, I... I uh, well, that's threatening. Um, I mean, not intentionally. I'm just saying. I mean, right. we we literally just appeared here. We don't know what you and your crew are about, and we have some oh. semblance of an idea of what the other folks are about. So, like, you know, it all remains to be seen. Everything is subjective at the moment. Yeah. Frankly, I wasn't even like fighting to protect you. I was just like, if the if the ship I'm on goes down, I'm dead. So right, there's mostly that. Yeah, that's kind of how ships work. Yeah. Uh, it's like good guy, bad guy. We're, we're we're fighting for our survival because we kind of just appeared in a place we don't really understand. We don't know what's going on. And right. then people are shooting. A guy's dead downstairs. Oh, I don't yeah, know if you know. We should probably get a cleanup crew for that because I'm pretty sure he's been turned to jelly. Oh, Steven. Yeah. Oh, is that his name? I yeah. mean, his uh, name was Steven? Yeah, I was going to print out his, his name tag when we got back. Oh. He was oh, new. Right, right. Oh, that's unfortunate. He was yeah. new. Yeah, how did he die? Yeah, you hate to see it. Yeah, I I didn't see it, but I hate to hear it. Yeah, you, would, no. you would hate to see it now. Yeah, oh, no, it, I guarantee you, it's a right bloody mess down there. Oh. Yeah. I gotta talk to his wife. Uh, this sucks. All right, well, luckily we didn't lose anyone else. Uh, so, you know, that's a win. If it, brings a little bit, if it brings a little bit more honor to his name, you could say he died getting shot by a cannonball rather than uh, crushed by the cannonballs he was carrying. Oh, he was crushed by the cannonballs he was carrying. No, yeah. oh, no, he was definitely hit by a cannonball. Oh, he was hit. Yeah, cannonball came crashing through the hull. We saw him just like splat. And <laughs> uh, Sixteen on deception. Just yeah, no, cannonball <laughs> came crashing right through it and right square in the head. And then you know it just continued to roll around. Really, it was quite grisly. He doesn't even try to roll an inside check. He just wants to believe that. Yeah, uh, no, he, we, we showed up and he was just like, hey, what are you doing here? And I'm like, oh, we don't know, mate. And then, boom, cannonball right there. He was trying, he was, seemed like he was trying to do his job and trying to bring some cannonballs up to you lot. So, Stephen, curious till the end, that's Stephen, let me tell you. Yeah, no, I mean, right. he seemed like he was uh, really doing a job and you should probably give, you know, his share of whatever it is you're plundering here to his, uh, to his next of kin. Yeah, that's that's kind of how that goes. Uh, I'll I'll kind of fill you in because I assume you don't really know. Uh, but yeah, I guess for now, uh, Bongo welcomes you to the crew. Uh, you know, without you guys, we probably wouldn't have survived. So um, yeah, here I, I got these laid around. Uh, he takes out like a few like sheets of paper with uh, has like a printed like a Ooh. sort of like an indented picture of the same like skyscraper piercing the cloud. Um. And oh, hands it to you. all three of you. Uh, it has like a little P in the top right for each of them. And he goes, uh, these are some provisional privateering licenses. So um, when we dock uh, at the center, you're all official and you're not sent all the way down to the ground floor for, you know, uh, being a stowaway or whatever. Uh, oh. So, you know, you guys are you guys are clear. I'm keeping you guys safe with these. So just hang on to them tight. And if uh, anyone asks questions, when we get back. You show them that and. Tell them to come by me if there's any more issues, okay? Okay. Seems like right. fair recompense for our work. Yeah. I, uh, I sure hope I don't have to 
kill kill a friend of mine last time i was part of an organization that happened and it wasn't it wasn't okay weird that your first instinct is that you're gonna have to murder someone yeah yeah right that that hmm. we're gonna have to talk about this i think later fred uh i i would i would love to talk about i want to i want to talk about my friend my friend was let's table that for now because i'm not on the clock yet and um frankly (laughs) i'm that's actually actually all the time we have for that session yeah no frankly I'm, i'm out of network so you're gonna have to pay a premium is all next npc we get on the tree therapist Oh god, I'm just gonna have to pay more money. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, right. Just you know, we're just just make just make an appointment with uh, my secretary on the way out as he like motions <laughs> to another like empty space where presumably Alistair may or may not actually see a ghost. But <laughs> just yeah, just go ahead, make an appointment with my secretary, you know, uh, same time next week work. <laughs> uh maybe we might still be here. <laughs> yeah, right. So, uh, anyway, what's this business about the ground floor? Uh, oh, you're you're talking back to me now. You see, Bago like kind of walked yeah, away yeah. during that. Yeah, yeah, just like he turns back. Hey, He's wait, like, oh, no, whoa, big okay. we're not done yet. Oh, um, sure, okay. You're gonna have to give us a little bit of a lore dump about this world. You see, um, like the whole place. You don't know much about anything here. Yeah, no, because like I said, we were we were someplace else, and then suddenly we were in the whole of your oh. ship. Oh, I thought someplace else meant like somewhere else here, but you mean like somewhere else not here? Yeah, I yeah. mean that's fully oh. out of that bag now, I suppose. It's, but um, it's not like we came through a temporal rift or anything. No, right? No, we crossed the bridge. Yeah. So, well, I mean, you wouldn't be the first people to walk through temporal rifts around here. It's kind of piece that's like a normal business for time engineers. There's that's time... like a okay. Yeah. So yeah, when I said maybe start with this like law dumping, maybe right. let's start with some of that stuff. All right. Well, follow me onto the poop deck. That's where we do all our dumps. Mm-hmm. Of course. Uh, right. <laughs> you lazy right. do wherever the poop deck is on a ship. Uh, <laughs> I, didn't know Connie, I didn't know Connie wrote your jokes. Who? <laughs> <laughs> nice. I don't know. I get the weird feeling they know Connie here just under a different name. <laughs> I would not be surprised. I, I, you, I get the feeling Connie's a god in many realms. As you like walk past the camera, like pans out for a second, you see a flyer for like a circus with Connie's face and a thumbs up on it, just kind of fly in the wind <laughs> as like the camera changes to a different scene. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and. So you see that um, Bago waves over the same human with the two uh, looking glass eyes and the pointy wizard hat over. Uh, you see he's also got like bandoliers on with different tools and uh, different types of like, um, you see like hourglasses all on his belt. Uh, a lot of different like weird, I, I don't know, like accessories. Um, right. As nice. he kind of comes over, he goes, hey, what's up, Cap? What you what you looking for here? You need me to talk to these people, huh? Um, and you see, uh, Bago goes, yeah, Bago's not real good with, um, lore. This, this guy, uh, <laughs> this is, this is my time engineer. Uh, he's, he's my band, uh, Theo Graveson. Theo, uh, these are our new friends. They're, uh, they got provisional licenses for me. They, they saved us. See Theo kind of ways at you guys. I, I, oh. I saw. Hello. Oh, you're the big fella that we shot at the other ship. Um, yeah, that was me. Oh, yep. That was good. You think of that hey. on the fly? Yeah, you know, I I, I saw that it, it looked kind of sturdy enough, so I was like, "All right, let's do it. Let's give it a go." 
Oh, it's as sturdy as they come. And, uh, Bellotti, I saw you jump on the ship over there, you spooky man. Yeah, yeah, no, I do that. Um, yeah, <laughs> I guess, I guess. I mean, first time for everything, I suppose. Okay, all right, I get, yeah, and, uh, friend here. Yo. And, uh, <laughs> that was, look, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you, that was some scary shite that you, uh, sent flying at that cat, and what was that? Uh, uh oh, that, uh, that was this, and Ash is just gonna reach under, like he he cups under his chest, like he's cupping a breast, and out just pours like a handful of spiders from his oh. armor, and just oh. like lands in his hand. Ah, yeah, they attack noise when I act. They used to be so that they're good at detecting noise. I also program them to seek out and destroy noise. It's an additional, the actual complicated part is just the, being able to detect noise. Killing is not hard to program into most things. You'd be surprised. A lot of robots have a really predisposed nature to just break shit. They really like it. I don't know. No, I've also noticed that. That's horrifying. Out to kill other things. It's completely horrifying. It's just really easy to like kill something when you don't have any regard for its life to begin with. Ah, okay. That makes a little bit more logical sense. Well, uh, as the captain said, my name's Theo. I'm sure I'll get your names as well at some point. But for now, you said that you need me to tell you about some stuff. What is it exactly you need to know? Yo, yeah, where are we? Oh. Yeah, mostly that. Um. Okay, well, we're on cloud three right now. At least the area is cloud three. Um, right. But I mean, like, broad strokes outside. I'm assuming there's clouds uh, one and two leading up to it, and presumably more above that. But I mean, the more broad, like, where are these clouds in the sky of? Like, explain it as though ah. you were explaining it to someone coming into school for the first time. Mm, gotcha. All right. Um, all right. Well, uh, take seats then, I suppose. Or this should only take a moment since outside there isn't really looks much of around. A yeah, Alistair looks around. Is there actually a seat or does he just have to... <laughs> no, he just like plops plot. himself on the ground. Just, oh, so right, does Fred. Right. Full plop. Yeah, just drops into a kneel. <laughs> Alright, uh, well, I suppose I'll start with do you Do you know the name of the world? Nope. Nope. Alright. Uh, Amnesia. This is uh, Skite is the name of it. Skite. Skite. Yeah. Well, All right. Anything wrong with that? No, no. I, I'm taking mental note. Oh, okay. All right. Just, I mean, I'm not defensive about it. I didn't name the world, you know? Yeah, right. not like you yeah, did no, it or anything. Not. And not Anyways. like if we, you know, said out loud it's a shitty, cheesy name that, mm. like, you would get mad or anything. Like, you, no, would, you wouldn't take not. offense. Absolutely not. I would not take offense at all. Why would I? I mean, you know, it's just the world's name. It's, yeah. It is what it is. Right. Anyways. Right. Yeah, shite. Uh, Oh. Uh, you know, I never put that together. Oh, man. Uh, that's kind of funny. That's good. Thank you. I'm a comedian back home. Yeah, good for you. You need more comedians around you. I'm lying. Yeah, uh, like, but that was funny. Looks at you like, right. Anyway, yeah, so we're on Skype. Yeah, Um. there's about nine massive clouds, right? Nine mm-hmm. massive clouds uh, that exist in the atmosphere. If you look way on up, uh, he kind of points up in like the northern direction from where you guys are, where you're headed towards, and you see the biggest cloud you've ever seen. Um, it looks like like even more miles above you, even though you guys are so high up already. Like this cloud right. is massive and extraordinarily high up. Um, this thing covers a lot of the horizon that you can see, 
and then he points off in different directions in the distance, and you see smaller but still massive clouds um, that occupy different spaces. And then he points directly below him, like he goes over to the side of the ship, points down, and you see that you guys are actually above cloud three right now. And you see on the cloud itself um, is a sprawling city. As you guys look down below, uh, you actually notice that there's there's a lot of like more mini ships that are flying around. It looks like there's actually like infrastructure built onto the cloud itself rather than through it or anything. Um, this is dope. Oh, uh, well, I didn't make it, but thanks, I guess. Uh, and <laughs> if I may ask a real quick question, then mm -hmm. um, I know, I know, I I hate when people interrupt when I start, you know, telling a story. <laughs> but like, like all those extra cannonballs that were being lobbed back and forth at one another that missed, where do they just plummet down to the city below? Uh, uh, maybe from their ship, uh, not ours, though. Where do yours go then? Right back down into. Uh, storage there's a reversal time spell on each of them they kind of go through and then they pop right back i'm sorry that i you have a reversal time spell on each of your cannonballs mainly on the crates so whatever you put in there in like 10 minutes after taking them out they go back in is there a this is an engineering question do they like reverse time and have to re-experience the moments in reverse or is it just a moval from one point in time to another it's Ooh. it's a straight move, uh, rather than like a. Okay, uh, so there's no there's no process in between. It it's less like time is being reversed and more like you're just cutting out that midsection, slamming those two points together. Yeah. Okay. More or less. So doesn't that create miniature paradoxes then? Because then, if it fired from a cannon and then wound up back in the crate, then it was never actually fired from the cannon in the first place. It was fired from the cannon. Right. It's the individual objects' time that is being manipulated, not time as a whole that makes right. sense okay. I kind of like the ships right now as like, you see. like you you know how each object has its own sense of gravity but it's only the ones that are astronomically big that have gravity of any level of importance right no I get it, that yeah like it, it, sorry cat, <laughs> cat <in case. laughs> who let a cat on the ship get the thing Please. <laughs> It's like each each object, I guess, has the capacity to have its own time, and you can manipulate individual time. All right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah, yeah that's it's kind of the basics. Hurts. Oh, all right, buddy. Yeah. Um, hmm. Mm, how can I explain this in an easier way? You know, maybe I won't. Maybe we'll just leave it. You could just forget I said anything yourself. You know, you can kind of yeah. just yeah, yeah, it might be easier. Enjoy the words less than think about them. Uh, anyway, uh. Yeah, a lot of our uh, equipment and stuff. I see heroes parkouring on Tom right now. <laughs> this is fine. So distracting. <laughs> he is rubbing his butt against him. your head. Yeah, no, he is just fully chilling. He's um, occupying more of your upper body than you do. It's true. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. Please continue. He's our fifth I will member. All right, now that we have Hero with us. Uh, yeah, so uh, more or less my entire occupation on the ship is to um, ensure that all the time uh, spells, runes, um, effects uh, are proper and that they work to efficiency. Uh, the mast itself is protected by a time spell that freezes it in place, uh, and thus so is this. Uh, we'll actually snap back into existence in present time after this stop in here is done if that makes sense 
Like time is still going on out there. We just can't really see it and they can't see us. So then we just kind of fast forward after that. Yeah, more or less. Uh, You know, we don't experience it. We just kind of snap right back. Kind of like the cannonballs. Mm. Right, right. Yeah, you just moved us from point A to point B. Just exactly. Yeah, I can get behind a cannonball. Yeah, or you could be a cannonball, as we found out, right? Just as long as you're not in front of one. Yeah, it's probably not a good place to be. Yeah, that would would hurt. Uh, All right. Well, if you don't know the name of the world, you don't know the clouds. Uh, I'm assuming you don't know what a time engineer is, but that's me. I mean, uh, we kind of piece that one together. Makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you make sure also... time happens how it's supposed to, and or, then or at least how you want it to. How right. I want it to is about a little bit more of a accurate statement. Uh, and then there's of course this uh, space engineers, which are uh, kind of the adjacent engineers to ourselves they're not regular engineers that they do other things uh like uh teleportation they they can manipulate um gravity they can manipulate a lot of um forces of space itself uh they can call meteorites that kind of thing they need materials uh that sounds pretty cool actually oh it's it's pretty sick i mean (laughs) not as sick as us time engineers but you know pretty sick uh so that's kind of how that works I, I mean, I'm having a little bit of trouble. Are you all, you're just not, you just need to know everything? I mean, I, I suppose, I mean, I guess, right? I mean, I look to uh, Ash and Fred, like, I mean, how much more do we, I mean, I know we came here to do stuff, but like. Yeah, asking questions, to... asking questions makes it a little easier. I mean. Right, um... exactly. So, all right. So we got time and space engineers, which, I mean, that all. In and of itself, sounds like you know pretty, you know what it is. Um, I shoot knowing glances to, uh, but uh, you know what with uh, I mean, and and in cloud architecture, that's something pretty cool, right? Yeah, but I don't uh, think we need to. Yeah, dig no, that, more into that, that that seems interesting, right? Um, so I'm guessing I hold up the provisional license, and there's like the embossed logo of the uh. The tower rising into the clouds. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm assuming then that there's just what are these corporations or then or just businesses that do their business upon various clouds and run private sector commerce with their airships or something. It's funny that you use the word uh, businesses and corporations because there's only one. That's all that there is. Right. Right. Ooh. Uh, right. If- I'm okay. not sure of what that is. I guess you haven't heard that either. It's interesting. Are you from the bottom levels? Well, I mean, honestly, uh, I, I, I believe that we, that we, yeah, because well, you know, it, being up in the clouds, you know, it's, it's kind of new to us. Yeah, that right. Yeah. So just assume that we've never had any dealings with any of the cloud anything ever. Huh. Give me a. Uh... I'll say any of you guys can make me an insight check. We'll do one, but one of you guys just make it. Ooh. What is my insight? Three. What is my Someone else got better. Hold on. I'm getting there. I should have had this pulled up. I just I literally just go off of like memory. Um nonsense. Why would you need it? Your insight's oh, a six for plus six to insight. Wow. Yeah. I'm a turtle, all right. Twice the <laughs> amount of insight that I got, so um, so I rolled a three plus mm-hmm. six, so that's a nine. Oh, good nine. God. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> it doesn't take too high of an insight to just kind of like read a little bit into it. It seems like he's a little bit, I guess, just wary of you guys. You know, you guys are strangers out of nowhere, don't really know what's going on. So he's a little bit wary of you guys at this point. He's, he's listening more to you guys. Um, and he kind of just goes, right. Uh, well, we all work for uh, Piercercorp uh, is the name of it. Um, we kind of, whole purpose of it is to build up as many skyscrapers as we can to gain access to the clouds so that we may um, have enough water to uh, keep society continuing because the clouds do not rain on their own. Oh, I mean, that would make sense because, you know, if you're building things on top of clouds, you wouldn't want it to get smaller with pre precipitation, so... Yeah, there's that, of course, and... Uh, well, once we get to some clouds, we can mine them, but um, we haven't gotten to... How many are there now? I think there's four left of the nine. Oh, so uh, that, was, that was actually going to be my next question, if there were plans for a cloud ten. But, well, we uh, don't make the clouds, we just get to them. Right, right, right. Uh, but we are headed to the center, and he points back up to the massive cloud in the distance. Um, that's the, the mother cloud, is where we're going to be going to. Uh, at least not there yet. We're still, it's the highest one and it's the biggest one, so we haven't hit there yet. Uh, which is actually why we're going, is to deliver some more supplies. Mm. <coughs> oh, easy there. Uh, yep. I swallowed uh, one of the spiders. I was going to say, <laughs> there's a lot of bugs that kind of fly into your mouth at some point. No, one of the metal ones. Oh. Uh, okay. My stomach is blind. Um, I... <laughs> look, I have the immortality fluid. I'll be fine. Uh, so question, um, Pierce Corp, you guys trying to go upwards? The the time engineer, space engineers, you guys work for that corporation as well? Yeah, you can get our powers and uh, knowledge from them. Same banner oh. under a different sector. Same banner, uh, subsector, sure. Fred, uh, Fred asked a question. Sorry, um, you know, you guys are talking about time engineers and space engineers. Um, is there like two names that we we should know about? Uh, what do you mean by two names that you should know about? Well, you know, there's there's going to be somebody who's the best at being a time engineer, and there's going to be somebody who's the best at being a space engineer, right? I mean, you want to know the best? I'm genuinely curious. Uh, well, there's like heads of the department or something like that. Well, there's that too, but you know. Yeah, I mean, it's not really well known uh, as to who runs what. I, I mean, once we get to the center, I'm sure there'll be more people who know a little bit more than me. I'm kind of oh. lower in the ranks. Mm. Oh. oh, okay. All right, sorry, sorry. Yes, you you go. Uh, yeah, sure. I was just gonna ask something that even someone lower in the ranks might know. Any big like recent news in either of the organizations? Uh from either of the organizations, you mean Sky Corp and No, either Nazi the the time or the space. There's oh um yeah. Any big news? Anyone making any waves? Any significant events of any kind? Well, uh yeah. There's been just general news around Piercer Corp that we've discovered. Uh, some type of energy source of some sorts that's going to mm. uh, provide extra magic in order to get up to the mother cloud faster than we anticipated. Uh, don't know how we got it, don't know where we got it, but I know we got it. Mm. Sounds interesting. You know what kind of R&D is being done on it? Not a or clue. Just... I, mm. But if it's going to be anywhere, it's going to be in the center. Well, thanks. Uh, I think that's what we needed. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm uh, happy to answer any questions of y'all. I mean, you did save our lives. What's up with the, the yeah. eyes? Ah, easier to blink? see out here. Uh, no, nah, I don't need to. Do you have eyeballs underneath, or is it just the spyglass? Nope. 
dressed spy glasses right to the brain. Oh, that's um worrying. Uh, I, this guy just swallowed a metal bug earlier. You're not worried about him. Why are you worried oh, no, about he's, my eyes? He's yeah. he's fine. Yeah, um, and I'm fine too. You know, I can see you just just as well. In fact, I can see all your pores. Oh, right. Uh, thanks for that. Not that I'm self-conscious or anything. I mean, uh, I do have really good skincare routine. If you're interested, my bad. I, I mean, I honestly might be because I mean, previous my my previous skin routine is uh none. So oh no ah oh, you got, yeah, you no, gotta I, wash that you gotta yeah. do something. No, you know, I I do so I wash dirty. I I do use soap, but it's just like uh, well you know. that's a routine. You know, you just gotta add on top. Yeah. Anyways, this is I'm sure you already know at least a little bit about this. Yeah, no, I I mean, if <laughs> you, you have a good moisturizer, I mean, you I, gotta do you gotta do something like. I at least like sand myself down, right? Get all the grit out. Right. It's like you got to have some routine. What's that word? Exfoliation. Yeah. yeah exfoliating is extremely necessary. Uh, but regardless of the exfoliation. <laughs> what? I don't know what exfoliation is. <laughs> <laughs> I just rub bricks on my face. Uh, I, that might work, actually. Not sure. Uh, right. So um, we're headed back to the center cloud. Right. Is what we're, yeah. Uh, we're going back to the center. What can we do uh, to speed up the process of like this transition here? <laughs> and we cut from there. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you guys, I'll say, uh, he kind of just goes, oh, well, not much. Uh, we don't have too much for you to do at this point because we've already moved most of the stuff over to the new ship. We're going to be tugging our old one uh, in tow. Mm -hmm. Probably be there right. within next two or three hours and uh, you're welcome to um, I'm sure Bogo's got something for you to do when we get back in terms of uh, meeting people. Uh, uh, well, maybe, yeah. He's got some good connections, and you know, with your provisionals, you'll have to at least check in with the dock master in case you want to continue to work for uh, Piercer Corp. Otherwise, you'll end up in an unemployed, and uh, you don't want to be an unemployed. No, I want to go back down to the surface. Right, yes, the surface, which we've all definitely been to, and such. Yep. Mm, yeah. Nothing suspicious about what I said. Shut up. <laughs> I didn't say anything, but uh, anyway, I'm just going to go check in the time stuff now. You guys just relax and do your do your stuff, I guess. Talk to Bago if you need anything. I'll, I'll probably be a little bit too concentrated. Cool. Uh, Ooh, nice meeting right, you a lot. Uh, yeah, nice, nice, nice meeting you. Yeah, right, uh, at this point, he walks away. You see, um, all of the last crew that was on this ship has been like taken down to like the brig of this warship. Mm. Uh, and at this point, the time bubble wraps back into the mass, and you guys set sail. Uh, you see, instantly things are moving again around you, and they weren't in the same position they were. The bird that you saw frozen in place is no longer there. Uh, you see, clouds have slightly shifted, just ever so slightly. You see off in the distance airships that have uh, gone away, changed positions. There's a few closer, a few farther now. Uh, looks like time's passed just about the same amount as it would have. Um, it's just kept you guys in like a safe little bubble. Uh, yes, Tom? No, I'm just thinking, you know, because oh, okay. just, just, just an Alistair thing. You know, just a, so right. I mean, that would be really sucky if, say, we're stuck here in our own little time bubble and just while that's happening, another ship just happens to like cross path with where our path is and you know once we kind of caught up i mean have y'all heard have all of you heard of there's a, there's a ship known as the hindenburg 
Uh, you see, as you like say this out in the distance, the exact same thing you described happens to another ship. Like two ships collide as one shunts back into time, uh, and and they both just start falling out of the sky. Bago goes, "Oh, the humanity! Uh, it happens. They'll be fine. They got parachutes." I mean, yeah, but those resources of the ships just lost. You'd think that'd be like a better uh, one. That's why we got ground teams to go down and take out more resources. It's all fine. But also, like, I mean, it's all well, but the, the parachutes are on fire. Uh, oh, yeah, that's their fault that's, then. Um, oh my, that's a, oh well, all right. Yeah, fire just <laughs> It doesn't rain, so it fires real bad. It's oh. like surfing on a plank of wood. I'll going down to... the style. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, look at that one. Swan dive. At, at this point, as you guys are watching <laughs> these people fall out of the sky to their deaths. Um, just putt, 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 putt. Yeah, you guys just scoot on them fast. I'm going to take a pot shot at one. <laughs> yeah, you just start shooting no, out. No, <laughs> Trust me, this is way more merciful. <laughs> you put them out of their misery. <laughs> just screaming thanks for killing them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So at this point, you guys uh, make your way out of this little area that you've been sucking. Um, you guys see off now coming closer and closer. Um, this tower coming into view uh, underneath the mother cloud, as it was described. Um, as you see it, this tower in width seems about maybe like a mile long. The height itself, you can't see the bottom of it. It's almost endless, basically, um, up until you see all the way at the top of your vision, uh, right below the mother cloud. It's it's not there yet, but it's getting very close. Um, and as you like look onto this ship or this uh, tower, uh, you guys start to dock. You guys are um, basically just like sent into like this little docking area. Uh, you see that this docking bay, there's like a number that's written on the floor as you guys are entering this this station. Uh, the label is 946, so you can assume um, that you guys are on floor 946. But just based off the height alone and where you guys are in consideration to the cloud above you, uh, you know that there has to be at least double this many floors on this tower. Um, you now see, like, the sky itself has gotten dark, the night sky above you. Um, you are unable to see any stars whatsoever, uh, as you are basically underneath this, ma this massive gargantuan cloud, um, out in the distance on the horizon, rising from, or not really rising, but just kind of saying put right there on the horizon is this, uh, single massive moon of silver that shines down onto the planet um and airships with spotlights have turned on so that they can be seen by others as they go out of the platform dock onto the platform and are sailing off into the night uh you guys once you reach to this uh docking area there's a middle platform that extends outwards to the ship you can assume that is the dock and into the tower you see that the floor uh of this this mega tower is functionally looks like a city um it looks like a city Within a city, because buildings sprawl the inside of this tower with large pillars built every few hundred feet to maintain the stability of it. Of all the towers you saw in the distance, not a single one compared to the size of this one. You see, basically, I want you guys to think of, like, downtown Manhattan, but mm -hmm. localized right here in front of you. 
and then above it you can only assume is another one below you is another one and that's basically what the entirety of this tower is there are Bananas. billions of people most likely on this tower. what the fuck um there uh where was i um of all the towers you saw <laughs> this one is like <laughs> this is not even comparable to the other ones um the center of the city extends through into an open area of the tower and you see that there is a large tree that is growing through the center of this tower and you can only assume grows all the way from the ground up to here and you this is you don't see the top of this tree you see that it continues to extend past your uh, vision up further into the clouds um you see that it goes higher than this floor you can only assume it goes through the entire tower uh the tower itself as you look onto this dock heavily populated as i said there's probably billions of people in this tower uh you see dozens of people even in the nighttime moving to hook up both of your ships that were lugged here a group are already destroying the ship you uh you had previously arrived on for parts and they're being offloaded um, following suit of the supplies that are currently on the ship you're on. Uh, Bago, at this point, as you guys are like seeing all this happen, approaches you once again, and he tells you, Bago wants to introduce you to the Dockmaster so you can get permanent privateer licenses. Um, that way you don't have to, you know, sail with Bago afterwards, but if you don't, then uh, if you don't do this, at least I'm gonna get in trouble um, by Pierce to Court, which is, which is pretty big bad news for Bago, so gonna to please ask that you do this for me at least talk to the dock master before you guys go off and do whatever it is you want to do yeah no problem i mean yeah that's the least we can do um question for you bago yeah that tree yeah do you have a name for that uh just just the tree i i don't know i never really questioned it should i but i mean so it goes all the way from the ground level all the way up to the mother cloud yeah a lot of things that are natural here really really strong i guess is the word so trees tend to grow really big really big but oh so there's more trees like this one or is it just this one that's this size N nothing this big but there are other trees in the other towers that are like this yeah right all right usually when it reaches the cloud it sprouts and grows all of its leaves and everything and and that's when it absorbs the water and the cloud itself, so it goes back down to the surface, and then it it, it basically makes the water cycle manual here. Right. So mm. we're just kind of building around the tree as it grows, and we're trying to speed up the tree growing process. Right, makes sense. Whoa. So, okay. But, uh, so, I'm sure... Uh, Dark Masters and... Which, yeah, most of it. Um, so Dark Masters, which mm -hmm. direction... Oh well, I'm I'm gonna come introduce you guys. So you just follow oh, me. Right. And, okay. Oh, okay. And, uh, I'll let yeah, you guys do cool. your thing. Uh, but yeah, you guys know about Pierce Court now. I assume you guys are all aware. Yes. You know, just in, sure. Just, yeah. We're like the guys that built all this stuff, which is really cool, and uh, we own everything. And you know, I Bongo loves working for for Pierce Court. You know, uh, and it, he's like talking as you guys are like following him through the streets. Mm. Um. You get three days vacation every two years. It's so nice of them. You just let you go ahead and do three days. Just it's do set up you three want. for two, or do they give you one and a half every year? No, it's it's three for two. Okay, so you have to finish two years to earn the three. Can right. you save them up? No, no. Why would you be oh. able to save up days? 
can I roll an insight check on this dude? Yeah, <laughs> like... <sure. laughs> also, yeah. um, while the roll is happening, DM, what am I looking at and noticing as I'm walking through the streets? Yeah, so I'm glad you asked. So you're walking through a crowd of people. Um, let me get the insight check real quick before I say this next part. Mm. Uh, well, um, that's a natural one. I see. <laughs> You think that uh, which means mm -hmm. that also triggers off some of my things. Oh, okay. <laughs> As I am suddenly inundated with the voices of the dead, um, just all oh whispering in my ear at the same time. Uh, you you um, hear them like, "Get away! Get away! This place is bad, bad, bad place. This place." It's I have disadvantage on my next attack roll, ability check, or saving throw I make. Damn. <laughs> um, um, as, as you're kind of like overwhelmed by these voices, uh, you see so many dead people just like just sprawling the streets. Um, like, Whoa. Not just, you guys, but just specifically. Uh, yeah, Alistair. you see Alistair's eyes kind of like flicker a bit, like kind of glimmer just a little bit in the, the hazy dusky light as he's just like shut up shut up shut up oh that's a good look walking down a crowded city street slamming the sides of your own head and saying shut up shut up shut up no Jesus. it's fine don't just there's just it's so loud here it's just there's so many so many voices you see that like by the dock side here there are like stands built of these giant birds that have been caught hooked line sinker uh, and have been basically declawed they've been like stuffed they, they're cooked already there's some that are raw like they're selling it as food off in these market stalls nearby um you see that there are like uh fruit vendors that have like fruit hydroponic style growing down off the top of their like actual you know uh, stalls that they pick and then sell right off there um it seems to be very hustle bustle there's no like small talk between people it's very business 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 quick and get out um it's like New York on steroids, if you think like that level of keep your head down, move, stick to your own business, and keep keep going. Yeah, um, I'm hearing the fucking cyberpunk theme in my head already. Yeah, did it, did Wake the fuck up, samurai. We've got a cloud to reach. My God. As you are walking through this crowd of people, there's all types of people here. A lot of them are very big. Um, which you assume, based off what Bago said, just a lot of people probably just grow bigger than what you would assume they would normally. Um, you kind of, like, get this footing as you're starting to realize, as you're stepping on this platform, um, the gravity of this place seems a little bit harder than you're used to. Like, it, it's taking a little extra muscle to move properly. Not enough where it's slowing down at an end point, but enough for you to notice that there's a difference. Um, and as you're walking through this crowd of people, you see a man breaks through the crowd, sprints to the edge of the dock platform, and then makes a leap directly off of it, falling endlessly to his death, just right out. Um, Why? Uh, onlookers turn their head for a moment, uh, and then you hear uh, these constables that are like they hold like these um, basically like shields that extend into like electricity, uh, and basically like an. Uh, if you had a taser and a riot shield, put them together. It's kind of oh. like that. Oh, um, charming. <laughs> yeah, right. They, they tase the guy falling through the air. And he just, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, they go and tase him before he falls. Um, they just yell out, <laughs> keep it moving. Just another sicko did us all a favor. Remember, 
Piercer Corp loves you. And if you don't feel that love, it's your fault. And then um, everyone just continues to move, putting their head down. You see Bago just doesn't even pay any attention to this. Like, just business as usual, walking through the streets. Um, and eventually, you guys get to this building built into the tower that is extremely... Like this. No, no, this is all, this is all bad. Um, just, Fred, you're talking at, like, an 11. <laughs> Ooh, I need right. you to talk at, like, a negative 2. What? Oh, okay. Bago, not... have you ever heard of something called it's... sedition? Oh. Uh, sedatives? Yeah. Sometimes nope. Bago can't sleep, so he needs to take a sedative. Yeah, alright. That's not what I asked, but sure. <laughs> oh. uh, In a way, it does answer my question. <laughs> it definitely does. Um... You get to this building uh, built into the tower that is extremely plain looking. A Victorian-style building of gray, one story tall. As you enter, you guys see a man smoking a pipe upside down while working on hundreds of papers uh, on this desk in front of him. It's like one of those metal school desks that you would see, just very, like, eh. Um, you see that he has bags under his bloodshot eyes. He's got a sailor hat on and a badge that has Doc Master Garrison written. He looks up at you guys. He goes, Bago, welcome back. I already got word you were struck by terrorists on your way here with the materials we needed. Damned fools. They're only getting more and more extreme as we almost have the mother cloud within our reach. And Bago replies, Oh, Bago knows this well, sir. Bago would also, uh, just also, you know, like to introduce you uh, to these three provisional privateers who uh, helped with those terrorists. They, uh, Yo. You know, they did a great job. Bago uh, has high right. regards for their combat ability and their quick thinking. And Bago suggested they uh, they take the official privateer test. You see Garrison oh. looks at all you guys. No, oh, it's got to be an exam, of course. Fred's head yeah. is, like, almost in his shell, but, like, his arms and legs are still out. Like, Alistair looks like he's nursing the worst hangover he's ever had. <laughs> it's just huh. the cacophony of whispers is just really weighing down on him. Yeah. Uh you see that they're the ghosts have like kind of like dogpiled in here after you, all just being like, get out, get out, get away, go back, leave. I just know I want to, trust me, I want it. <laughs> uh Garrison kind of like <laughs> eyes you as you're like this and just nods and goes, Yeah, it must have been a real tough fight. You guys seem a little bit worse for wear. Yeah, I'm 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 down a bit. <laughs> if, if you uh, excuse the pun, um, uh, you look a little shell shocked over there, big guy. Are you all right? Oh, boo! Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm 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 I'm, I'm okay. I'm... You see, Fred kind of like slowly comes out of his shell just a little bit more. Yeah, I'm just you know, it's an it's a new place, so I'm just being courteous to the surroundings. Right. Okay. Yeah. We uh. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Um, well, I'm not going to turn down any more hands that want to help fight back when we have everything that here Pierce Corp has worked for for so long right here at our fingertips. And I'm sure you all know what I'm about to say, uh, but it's part of the onboarding process. And so humor us. Uh, yeah. Pretend that we don't. I hope you just excuse all this stuff. Uh, I course. have to pretend anyways. So here goes. Right. Here at Piercer Corp, we have one goal. Reach the clouds of the world to release the built-up water that is accumulated before we run out of reserves. In other words, to save the world from dehydration. As you are aware, every material is known to be extremely dense here in this world and has allowed our construction abilities to flourish. However, this applies to water as well. 
The density of water as a vapor is so strong here that our clouds very rarely turn into rain. We have had to adapt to piercing the clouds ourselves. I'm sorry, this is really boring. Is everyone still with me? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah I'm taking notes. Please continue. Great. Something Pierce Corp has worked for centuries to achieve. We have tried a variety of methods, from cannon fire to magics to sailing our ships to mine the water manually. All these are band-aids, small fixes to a much larger problem. That is why we build upwards, as high as the sky can go, so that we may have a permanent base to pierce the clouds. Here at the center, we have the mother cloud directly above us, a cloud so large and dense that we would be able to provide water for every person on the planet a hundred times over, a thousand times over, ten thousand times over. But there are forces of evil that want to prevent us from saving them. Radicals who are against Piercer Corp and therefore against humanity. They have attacked our construction routes, destroyed levels of our buildings, and worked directly against our interests. That is why we have the Privateer Initiative. Workers and the jobless are now able to sign up to earn major bonuses for every terrorist taken alive or dead. That is what you are all signing up for. A rich future for yourselves and for all of mankind. This is getting a little bit better now. Thanks for sticking through there. To ensure you are capable of this task, we have a test every two weeks. Tomorrow yeah. afternoon is oh. our next test, which will take convenient. place in our battlegrounds. Yeah, completely convenient due to your arrival. It's extremely just fortuitous for all of really you guys. Really nice, actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's almost it like be, it was planned. Yeah, that <laughs> everything everything here at, at Piercer Corp is planned, whether you know it or not. Mm, um, Horrifying. Like <laughs> Tomorrow afternoon is our next test. Like I said, it's going to be on our battlegrounds. It's just a few blocks inwards of here by the tree. Um, I could put down your just name. Just down the street now. that way. Hook a left. Yeah. <laughs> you get to the Coliseum. Yeah. Basically, he's like, yeah, you just go down. He gives you like general directions. If you've gone to the blood pits, you've gone way too far. Yeah. It's right off. It's right off Forty Fifth Street. So you want to yeah, get to. You want to get. <laughs> it's across from the orgy bar. Uh, so... <laughs> what? What? <laughs> he, he continues anyways um yeah so uh with all that said that's that's all the stuff i needed to say um i could put down your names to make sure you guys are capable of being a part of the process tomorrow and uh you guys can feel free to spend the night in the barracks a few blocks west of here uh just to make sure you guys get a good night's rest beforehand um and you know of course for help uh your help dealing with those terrorists um we actually got a provisional privateer rate payout for each of you uh so here's 500 pierce bucks and he he hands you both um adding that to my currency tab yep, yep. <laughs> 500 pierce bucks to your inventories wait so uh, i all of us get it all of you get 500 yes okay so uh, i guess i'm just gonna put this as a custom item uh yeah, you can definitely do that. So, right, what 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 would you say the conversion rate of a uh, Pierce buck is? Uh, to what? Compared to like I don't know a universal gold piece. Gold piece. Do you um, judge? Do you judge your money by the gold standard, or is it just by the word of Pierce Corp? Well, right. Okay. So, like, how much could five hundred purchase? Like, if I wanted to buy, say, a pack of gum. Oh, that's how much right. change would I have from five hundred? How much change would you have? You're right. Uh. I mean, for a pack of gum, how big is the pack? I mean, just like a regular, like, ten piece. Uh, it's probably about a buck of gum. Probably like ten bucks for for a pack of gum. Right. Okay. Uh, well, I was gonna say, that's 
definitely more than enough to cover any tab that you guys build up tonight over at uh, the bar across from the barracks. So you guys feel like you got to let loose. There's always that for you. Yeah. How much is the orgy pit going to run me? <laughs> oh, that's only 350 Pierce bucks, but that's for the non-safe uh, option. Uh -huh. If you want the safer option and, you know, make sure you don't get into any of the dirt, uh, you're going to want 450. Mm, I mean, what if I bring my own? Never mind. This is, I could I could hash it you out can with ask the, them. Yeah. You know, you could hash it out with them. I I'm not I'm not a big fan of the orgy pits. I tend to go to uh the the blood pits myself, but mm. everybody's got their right. own kind of pit that they're into. I mean, the pit, right? You know, it's nice. Pits are great. Uh, he continues. He goes. So uh, yeah, let me get your names down, and uh, I'll I'll uh, see you guys tomorrow, and you guys can rest up tonight. First name, last name, full name. Just a name I can call you by that you'll introduce yourself as. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll just Ash thinks for a moment and is like, uh, fake name. No, that's work. And just walks up and just writes Ash. <laughs> oh, all right, Ash, gotcha. But to um, you, I think you said Fred earlier, right? Um, yeah, that's my name. My name's Fred. All right. Um, add add a uh, cookie. Fred as, cookie. as 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 the second name. Got it. Um, not gonna ask. Uh, one with the migraine. Yeah. Um, call me Ballister Downspout. Ballister Downspout. No, no, Ballister. Like, like the thing that you find on the edge of a stair that you hold on to. Oh. Okay. Interesting. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I didn't choose it. My my parents did. They were a bit architecturally minded. You see. Uh, we all are here, so that that makes sense. All right. <laughs> Well, uh, you guys rest up. I got a lot of paperwork. Uh, Bago, you're good to go. You can go back to your ship if you want or wherever else you want to go. I'm going to get down in this paperwork, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Uh, Bago nods, uh, says goodbye to you guys, and goes off on his own way. Uh, and you guys are now left alone to your own devices in this massive metropolis. Because oh. I have not made this thing, I imagine the ghosts are still just bogging me down. Yeah. Yeah, for Ugh. sure. You see that there are some, like, climbing from, like, underneath on the edge of, like, the tower that are just, like, up, and then they just whisk away in wind. Right. So, this place seems, like, pretty awful, right? We can all agree to that. Yeah. Well, actually, before let, before we're just standing in the middle of the street having this conversation, can oh, we do right. the one thing that dystopias always get right, and it's street food? Can we just oh, like yeah, go no, sit that, down in a street food stall? Definitely. If you could see what I could see, yes, I, yes, yeah, please. something heavy and greasy. Yes, please. Um, Fred, Fred approves. Let's um, let's go to that <laughs> one place with the chicken. It was like big pieces of chicken. Hell yeah, dockside. Oh, it sounds great. Yeah, 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 no, that that sounded pretty good. I mean, just one giant bird, right? Yeah, maybe maybe we can find some cookies on the way there. I Is that why you told cookies. the man your last name was Cookie? Um, Are you just hungry? Uh, well, I didn't realize, realize how much of a permanent thing it was, but yeah, I was hungry at the time, and I said I wanted a cookie <laughs> in my head, but then mm. it came out as just cookie. And you made, I mean, you made you, I mean, you made sure to tell him to write it down as a second name. You didn't just say cookie. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Fred, hold on. You see, Alistair like rummages through and just like pulls out like like definitely like a very old like biscuit that's just been like at the bottom of his bag that's just oh. like just like not wrapped, like definitely stale, definitely got like little bits like lint and stuff on it. It's like there's mold on the bottom of that. 
Is that a cookie? It's a biscuit. It's like a cookie. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm a cookie connoisseur. I I like good cookie. Is this all right? Let me. Can I? Can I? Can Here, I? Fred, it's all yours, Fred please. Just, like, absolutely, just yeets himself at the cookie. <laughs> he like, imagine you going like great. full like xenomorph head. Like you're like just yeah. head extends like, out of your shell and just I'm, yeah. I'm Very much imagining <laughs> snapping turtles. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm gonna need a sleight of hand check. All right, all right. Wash the fingers. I'm gonna, <laughs> need, a, I'm gonna need a. I'm gonna need a sleight of hand check from uh, Alistair. Oh, Disadvantage because of yep, because of my <laughs> ghost. Well, well, I rolled an eight and a seven. Uh, so oh, no. that's a total of a ten. Uh, Fred, what's your strength score? Uh, <laughs> oh, no. oh no. Fred, what's your beak shape? Are you a snapping turtle? Are you like one of the more casual, like rounded beak turtles? So definitely like homey, like. Most lovable looking turtle, okay. right? Kind of like, uh, yeah, like, like a, like a box turtle, a soft shell, yeah, yeah, definitely, then, definitely hard shelled, but like soft, soft looking. Yeah. And it's a plus three to strength, DM plus three. Uh, oh, you no. take four bludgeoning damage as like <laughs> teeth like clamp down around your hand Ow! as he like drags Fred. it off of your hand. Oh, 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 oh this bad cookie. It's, I don't want to waste it. Oh, <laughs> oh, Fred. I mean, yeah, that was good. That helped snap the ghosts right out of me. But like, ow, Fred, my fingers were still attached to that cookie when you took a bite. Oh, oh, <laughs> I, I, I had cookie vision. I'm sorry. I, it's all right. It's all right. Um, <laughs> as a quick, as uh, like out of game aside, Hero just re-entered my room and dropped a dime at my foot. Mm. <laughs> I don't know where he found this money. Keep the change, <laughs> you filthy animal. <laughs> he just walked up, dropped a dime at my feet, and walked away. Nice. <laughs> Buy oh, yourself man. something nice. <laughs> <laughs> buy me something nice. <laughs> Go um, to the store and buy me the food I like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. There we go. Nice. Uh, you guys, you guys get to like this little food stall, um, very like Naruto Ichiraku ramen esque in the sense yeah. where it's like the Ooh. like the banner coming down over like oh. the, the stool right. seats, um, and so you guys kind of enter it. You see like inside is uh, an older man who is preparing a giant, as you called it, a chicken, but this is just like <laughs> like a monstrous looking bird. Um, he's like defeathered it already. Like he's he's preparing it over an open fire inside. So it smells like a bunch of like roasted chicken inside. It smells really good. You see, he takes out like um like a jar of like looks like honey, uh, with some honeycomb still inside the jar, and he like takes a paintbrush into it. And then as like he's rotating the chicken, he's just covering it with his like honey glaze. Uh, and he goes, uh, hello there. Are you looking for uh? quick meal huh come on take a seat i haven't seen you around here before no quick meal no tasty meal yes all right well that's what i like to hear more than anything i I believe that it looks as they say in common parlance bussin uh (laughs) how'd you know the name of the shop i don't even have a sign out there welcome to straight bussins (laughs) (laughs) that's s-t-r-a-i-t B U S S I N straight bus. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah. No. Yeah. I could tell. It just. It just. Um. It was. It was the vibe. 
you know i'm uh, so you know i'm so glad that you were able to pick up on the vibe just like that oh yeah no i'm real good at the vibe check you know uh so what's uh what's that you got going on the grill now ah this one right here we don't actually have a name for this animal uh this Mm. is a new one so just kind of testing the waters of it see what cooks with it and stuff like that so far it's reacted pretty well to fire uh that's positive i suppose is it safe to eat yeah 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 yeah. could you go ahead and toss a hunk of it over rice for me oh absolutely uh he he has like a like a pot of rice going already of course uh it's straight bussins and (laughs) any any good like any street food stall that sells meat does it over rice it's either over rice or on pita bread or in broth could be in broth yeah, you know, so he's got pita bread, he's got rice, and he's got broth, and he's got this giant bird. Um, and <laughs> so he goes, he's just serving this giant bird of shawarma style. <laughs> yeah, he's just like cutting his <laughs> off. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> it's the weirdest way to serve poultry, but yeah, I don't really do that for red meat. <laughs> it's kind of bigger. It's bigger than a cow, you know. What can I do about it? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. Um, um, I'll take one with broth, please. Here, just get one second. He takes like a little bite of it. Needs a little bit more pepper, but it's edible, so we're good. It tastes great. <laughs> good to know. I I have not died. We're good. <laughs> he takes out some pepper and sprinkles um, it on. Gets you. Can I just have a giant hunk of meat? Sure. Uh, that's the hunk of meat special for you, hunk. And <laughs> oh, thank you. He hunks he get twenty percent out... off the hunk of meat. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you flex. Uh, <laughs> Full pack. He takes out um, a cube, shoves the cube into the like poultry, and then pulls the cube out, and it's a perfect hunk <laughs> of meat. meat. <laughs> a, a perfect meat cube. A perfect meat cube. You see, Fred flexes hard. <laughs> he marks it down on your bill. <laughs> he goes, "All right, hunk of meat special. Got it." All right, you guys enjoy. Let me know if you guys need anything to drink. You do tea? Yeah. Actually, better question. Alistair, I feel like you have tea on you. Yes, no. Um, hold on, let me root. Uh you see he just kind of dips back into his bag and like pulls out like an very old tin. Mm. Just You got a teapot. Right. Oh no, that no. No, not not you. Boss, do you got a teapot? Yeah, yeah, of course. Can we borrow it? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh right. you want me to brew this for you? Uh no, a bone can handle it. All right, here you go. He just hands it over to you. <laughs> Put the oh, tea in. A good little bone. Uh, he just clambers down onto the uh, onto the desk. I, Ash picks up the teapot, puts it on his back, and his back just starts heating like a hot plate. Oh man, <laughs> I gotta get me one of those. Very convenient. But it's very convenient. You just cook on the go. It's used to sterilize medical tools mostly. Ah, oh, you're some sort of doctor. Uh some sort of yeah. Put a put a lot of <laughs> put a lot of effort into that part. Right. Yeah. I mean, they mostly stitching arms back a long time ago. So makes sense. All right. Well, I'll let you guys get to your meal. You just flag me down if you need me. Remember, just call for bussin. You go bussin. He he goes back to just rotating the poultry. He like starts preparing some veggies and stuff. So, right. So this is, um, it's a very, I mean, it's kind of old. It's, you know, I guarantee it's still got some flavor to it though, but it's, it's called sparrow tongue tea. And it's not as grisly as it sounds. It's just the shape of the leaf is forked like a sparrow's tongue. It's a, it's a yellow tea. I'm always excited to try new ones. I, I, they mostly gave us like the, old, you know, they, they gave us right. the low class shit. I ended up right. being more of a coffee guy up until, you know, 
I got introduced to like the good stuff. Yeah, no. So this one, this one's uh, from my great aunt Mildred. Uh, of course, you know, I call everyone my great aunt or my great uncle. You know, it's well, they're just... all great. Yeah, they're all pretty and... great. No, you're wrong. You're not wrong. They're all pretty great. They're also yeah. all very dead. Ash, yeah. you take a, a point of psychic damage for uh, not maintaining canon of you never having a cup of coffee before Q gave you a cup of coffee. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, that's right. Because I that was something I changed. Like I, I changed in the four story from Ash's backstory. That's right. I forgot about that. Sorry, I just need to catch it so no listeners would uh, cancel you on Twitter. No, Ash has had coffee. If there's a Twitter had... when this comes out. No, no, no. Uh, let me let me undo that. Ash has had coffee. Ash has never had espresso. Ah. Ooh. I take one point of psychic damage. <laughs> Just Uno reverse card me. Anyways, continue. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Right. So, you know, they're, like you said, yeah, no, they're all pretty great, but they're also all pretty dead. Mm. Is it's, that who you were talking to when you were counting the size of your head and saying, shut no, up, shut no, up, shut the those fuck up. were all the people from the town here who died. Oh, there's a How? lot of them. A lot of them like Ooh. climbed up the walls, like from the outside, where they presumably threw themselves off. Wonder how regular an occurrence Ooh. that is. I mean, Ooh. given how um Ooh. kind of shitty this place is. Freddie, you doing all right, bud? Yeah. You haven't touched your hunk of meat. Well, it's it's just that I I I I was touched by the the guy that jumped off the side of the building, and it. It it hurt me, and and now you're saying that there's more people that 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 jumped off the side of the building. And well, thing is, we don't. I mean, to be fair, I don't know if they jumped and or were possibly you know thrown. Is also an option. Um, may not have been entirely of their volition. It doesn't exactly help my mental stability. I mean, that I am sorry for, but again, I'm out of network. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> um right no it's fine because i mean they're dead some of them know it some of them don't it's fine um, eventually everything will catch itself up and as long as they don't go spilling over into the waking world like the rest of the mortals they'll be fine yeah, so you know, they're fine fred, in their weird little purgatory fred 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 is is coming to the understanding that you know i guess these things happen and i uh, fred is genuinely curious about the surface yeah no, the, that... this is what the tower looks like when things are moving what does the surface look like right i mean because everything comes up from the surface and all the top of other clouds apparently so like what's probably like? heavily exploded yeah probably. no there's probably that and i imagine probably. very dark considering how thick mm. these clouds are yeah. but uh yeah. so right our friend uh theo was it uh told us about this Panu power source that they were going to look at and exploit. Mm. But even they didn't have a high enough level of clearance to know anything about it. Right, because they're bottom they're bottom of the pole. So like that seems like a pretty good reason for us to get sent here, yeah? yeah absolutely, yeah. That's why I asked any oh. recent news. Right. Um yeah, that makes sense. But I, I definitely feel like in order to get a an understanding of you know what what we've gotten ourselves into here is we should probably go down to the surface and check that out. But Fred, okay, we're on floor what nine hundred and twenty fucking eight or whatever. Like yeah. each floor is the size of a city. Okay, like, it would take us at least a week to get down to the surface. Well, well, you know, it, 
it, it, it would it would be a trip. I, I understand. Maybe, I mean, maybe there's I a much shorter way of taking a trip, and I think we saw it. Um, well, um, I don't think even your shell could. <laughs> I don't think even your shell could hold on for that one. No, 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 it can't. Um, but I, I maybe maybe at the very least, I'll ask some questions. <laughs> yeah, around, no, you know that completely fine yeah we can find out i just i just feel like going i mean am i the only one who also thinks that this is possibly the trees are extensions of yggdrasil no definitely definitely not the only one okay uh, right it just felt like it would be too much of a convenience that it would just be oh look we built our cities around this giant bloody tree yeah right if it if this planet is like small right. and at the bottom of all this it's like it, it I don't know. It's a weird. It's a weird. Like, where are the nutrients coming from for a tree to grow this big? It's a lot of questions. Right, and especially if all the water is trapped in these hyper dense clouds. Fucking magic or whatever. Evolution right. finds a way. Unless they just have a bunch of captive druids down at the bottom, just constantly <laughs> pumping magic into it. Really, wouldn't be surprised. I would not be shocked, actually. This place seems to treat its dead better than its living. Well, Whoa. well, that was a statement. Debatable. Damn. Well, at least they're not fucking hurting. Mm, debatable. Not being actively <laughs> hurt. Let me rephrase. Well, Fred fair. doesn't condone slavery. Thank you, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hard hitting political Fred. activist, Fred. Wait. Yeah. I, Fred, Fred wanted to make sure you said that right. But, uh, I do not endorse slavery. There we yeah. go. Oh, that would have been a real bad one to say wrong, actually. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> right. No, that would be pretty bad. Um, right, so we got signed up for some sort of blood sport tomorrow. It was the sound of it, right? Yeah. If, if we're trying, if our main goal is to find out more information about this energy source, rising through the ranks seems like the quickest way to do it. Unless we right. want to go outside operating. But right, but we you know. That maybe getting in touch with the the people that we were fighting with would probably know a quicker way. Probably would, but we have no way to reach them without a ship. Right. I mean, they're also, I think they're being hauled off to prison camps or something now. Um, well, it doesn't have to be the same ones. I'm sure there's more of them. They, right, we they did say to, that. God, what, what was his name again? Um, um, uh, help me. Um, um, uh, who? The, the dock master or whatever? The no, captain, the, the guy we fired oh, off the ship originally? No, no, the the not, time space not guy, Theo, um, the 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 Theocrates. No, it was just a, you I'm added sure like Theo. <laughs> right, Fred. Like you do yeah. have names work, right? Like you don't just add on syllables. Well, well no, that's what I did. I said Fred Cookie. That's all right. I mean, to be that's... fair, he did. He did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right, and I mean. I mean, it's not like they check IDs or anything, or else they would have found out Ballister Downspout was an alias. I get the weird feeling it's way too difficult for them to verify people here. They I seem mean, like they the have all... At the same time, I mean, it is one giant, giant organization that seems to have everything ready to go. So I get the feeling that they probably have uh, at least files on everyone. You'd think, but the bigger an organization gets, the harder it is to manage. Right. Fred, Fred agrees with this. Because Fred was a part of an organization, and it got pretty hard to manage things when he was at the top of it. It's like, think about how much harder it is to remember ten people's names as opposed to five people's names. It's not right. twice as hard. Remember one. Unless they just have literally a whole department of people doing that. Yeah. 
But I mean, we saw what their department looked like with the Dock Master. Oh, true. One person doing like seven people's work. Yeah. Progressing for crazy overwork. Pure spark. Yeah. Right. Like, what am I going to do with all this? <laughs> spend it on right. food. What else we need it for? All right. So, yes. I mean, mine tastes pretty good. Does, wait, DM, does it actually taste pretty good or am I just like blown smoke on Fucking fantastic. No, this, you're right. No, this bird is bussing. It's uh, dystopia street food. That's yeah. the one thing dystopias get the good. One thing good. It's uh, it's that that is universally the one good thing in dystopias is street food always kicks ass. Yeah, I narrated a guy committing suicide in front of you. You guys can have good food, okay? <laughs> I'll give you fair. That. Yeah. yeah Warhammer. So... I'm coming for Warhammer. We started off with me coming for Pathfinder. I'm coming for Warhammer now. Dystopias what? have good street food. Dystopias have good street food. Jesus. Cor- corpse starches for the week. No, the, the fucking Imperium of Man is like shitty, like mass-produced food, and it's like absolutely no shot. There's always good street food. Always. Fred has understood that there's like some um, ideas on the table, right? Metaphorically. Um, there's, there's. I mean, there the could idea... be physically. Alistair like pulls out some scraps of paper. Oh, okay. Like, there could actually well... be physically ideas on the table. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. I mean, sure. Either way works. The the first idea is that we said we was going to the initiation of the bloodbath, right? Initiation of bloodbath, right? Okay. Scripts yeah, the ab- application paper. exam for the yeah, and then it's and then very the second, application exam. Second idea was um discover uh, what the surface looks like, uh, be it going surface, there or asking about it, right? Surface question mark. And, and then All right. And then and then the 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 other idea was how. We could go and talk to the pirate, not pirates, maybe revolutionaries, you know, or evolutionaries, or whatever they think themselves, and right. see what they, they were think called terrorists. And uh, oh. uh, since I step, I'm going to write terrorists so as not to raise any further suspicions. Um, yeah, that's uh, sure we could say that. Um, trust me, it makes sense, it makes the... perfect sense in my head. Don't worry, it, yeah, but perspectives in the eye of the beholder, you know, right. That... No, I trust me, Fred. I agree. I think they're probably on the right side of things, but Ooh. as they see it, they are a bit terroristic. Ooh. So I'm going to use their parlance in case anyone finds these scraps of paper. Oh, all right, parlay. <laughs> yeah, close. Scraps. So we have <laughs> these three scraps of paper with just blood sport slash, you know, in small parentheses, entrance exam, mm-hmm. uh, surface with two question marks. <laughs> and terrorists exclamation point underlined <laughs> I feel like I feel like as as like the we're seeing these as three ideas I feel like this entrance exam is a good place to start because oh, right no definitely get, start that that's right tomorrow it's convenient yeah to, it's right tomorrow plus to get anywhere we're gonna need standing we're gonna need the capacity to actually do something and right. these privateers seem as close to legally operating outside the organization as possible. Right. While, while still having some semblance of power. No, exactly that. Right. Then we just need our own ship. Yeah. Which, if we're privateers, we could maybe just liberate one. Right. Exactly. I'll just I'll make a small note of that one. Ship. And just kind of slide that into the pile. Nonchalantly. Yeah. Especially since if we're, if we're either intending to go higher or lower, we're going right. to need a ship no, to do it quickly. Right, and I'll like turn that paper so it like lays between like entrance exam and surface. Yeah. And it's like oh, we should probably actually then the mother cloud. There we go. Yeah. So we got 
up is the cloud and down is the surface and then a ship would make it easier but to get to the ship i cross you know the ship with uh the entrance exam just we need to cross that and then there's just bloody terrorists left to their own devices right okay yeah uh, it's always a second option or something right right it's but just... i mean realistically we also need a ship to get to them we don't know anywhere where we can find them besides in the sky right exactly so right so all right, so Entrix exam them tomorrow. Should we maybe talk some kind of strategy? We don't know anything. Hey, boss. Uh, and I'm going to... Hey, bussin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's up? What do you need? Do you know anything about the privateer entrance exam? Privateer entrance exam. Uh, I've had a few guys come in here talk about it before. Uh, Post-exam, post, uh, pre-exam, both ways, you know. Um, it's usually, from what I know... Um, Kind of like uh, like a tournament type of thing, okay. where it's like people who stand out in the tournament end up being selected as the privateers, uh, and then that collection of privateers are sent off on their own ship. Okay, all right. Uh, if they agree to it, otherwise they can. If they already have their own ship set up that they want to join a crew of, they can do that. Or oh, so they do provide you with a ship. It's not an independent thing of you need to bring your own materials. No, they they give you a ship. It's just you oh know, right, okay. You, you do get like a quota and stuff, you know. You Good gotta... to see that there's at least some level of like, you know, material right. given for the job. I was fully expecting you can earn the license, but then you have to provide your own ship. Right. No, that seemed to have, would have made more sense with this world. But no, I'm glad that they're actually yeah, a, a little do, bit of welfare. Oh, if you if you fuck up too bad in the exam, you could die. So mm. I feel like it's pretty right. reasonable. Uh, I think a lot of people kind of see it that way. You know, I mean, if you really... fuck up too bad in most things, you could die. Right, exactly. I think the bar is a little lower. Like, I, I the, the bar is really high for me to fuck up killing myself while making this food. Hmm. Comparatively, the bar is way lower. I mean, I mean, like... you just ripped a chunk out of this bird you've never cooked before and took a bite. I don't. I feel like that that could have gone a lot of ways. Right, I, or you could have slipped and fallen face first into the embers right there. I, just trust me. I am taking all of these into account when I say that the bar is much lower. Fair enough. All right. I mean, it could also, you know, good food though. The knife when you're slicing. Thank you. I also just continue listing off ways <laughs> to die in the kitchen. <laughs> just more so to himself than anything. And he's just you like, could just ignore them. They're talking about personal experiences. <laughs> oh, oh, well, that's rough. Uh, here, have have a little extra food on me. He, he kind of just serves you like a little extra beat. <laughs> Right, no, right, sorry, yes, no, it's just, I, I've heard a lot of people in the specific ways of dying, and it's, uh, many of them happen in the kitchen, weirdly enough. Well, you know, uh, the kitchen, a lot of things happen in the kitchen, you know, this is where you keep life going, so it makes sense that life could stop in here. Quickest way I mean, to the heart is to the stomach. There you go. Right, and the quickest way to the rib heart is through the rib cage and all that, so you gotta get through the stomach to get up to the rib cage. Mm. The the phrase um the quickest way to the heart is through the stomach and the quickest way to the stomach is through the rib cage and so you have to go up the rib cage through the stomach to the heart is embroidered in a little like thing <laughs> on the wall <laughs> i was yeah, saying the they get it they yeah. get yeah, it no i'm fully on board I mean, my wife made that for me de-organing a, a piece of meat is a very specific skill Right. You gotta know how to do it. It needs very specific idioms. I yeah, agree. you need instructions. So back to the original topic. This tournament, 
<laughs> is it a one by one, like one on one fights, or is it group? There's two different ones that you can sign up for. You can either do okay. the the group one, or you could do the one on one fights. Okay. Uh, group one tends to go a little bit faster because they have like a free for all with all the groups at once, mm. whereas the one on ones tend mm. to be a little bit slower, but also less chaotic because it's okay. one to one to one. Yeah, yeah, tournament style as opposed to just fucking fight bit. Yeah, exactly. How many get picked from each one? Uh, of the people that live, yeah. Do, like, you, do you know? Do I? I, I mean, like, not really, because I haven't really done it myself. Again, this is all just hearsay that I get from people walking in. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't see more than half of those people come back here. Say that. Oh. Okay. And is it just mm. everyone who survives gets it? Is... I don't even think so. Mm. Okay. Some people just kind of like hide it out and then you know think that they win. So and then they, and then they just yeah balance out actually winning with being showy. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, people go and watch. I've never gone and watched, but I know that it's kind of like a thing they sell tickets to. So mm. you do even not... like super well, you actually get paid a little bit right there. That is surprising. Okay. Well, I don't think we have to worry about being super showy, Alistair. You definitely are going to be showy, Fred. You have a glowing hammer. Oh, um. I can make it not glow if you guys don't want it to. Yeah, it, it's, it's kind of bright. We're glowing. in really close quarters. I wasn't going to say anything because, you know, customer's always right. But if you could just dim it a little bit, that would be really nice. Ooh. It's kind of messy. I didn't know you could turn it off, atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, no, I could definitely do that. Um, give, give me a second, guys. Uh, what you see is Fred gets off the stool, turns around, and then starts uh, inscribing, like, a small circle on the on the ground. And it's more of these like archaic looking ruins. And then he slams his fist down again. And um, the hammer on his back just like zoom turns off. Uh, Did you just full metal alchemist your hammer? What? Um, oh, sorry guys. I'm a little tired. What? What'd you say? Never mind. I, it was a, a reference to a thing that I definitely haven't seen. Um, yeah, I, th I thought, you know, being the one with a metal dragon, I would be the full metal alchemist. Right, no, you're the full drag metal dragon alchemist. Well, now you're just adding oh. extra words, and it's just going to be a lot right. like more cumbersome. We don't need. To... Okay, right. um, we, we don't need to do this. Right really now. good. So we know no matter what, we're going to get. We're going to have to fight people. Right. We're gonna I guess we just got to decide if it's one on one or as a group. Really tasty and juicy too. Oh my god. Oh. Thank you. I, you know, you're you guys are really kind. I appreciate it. Not many people stop and have any conversations with me they usually just eat their food and go well i think they're assholes they, we're from a know, different kind of place there's so many assholes around here i'm from a much lower level i have to commute way higher up here just to make ends meet literally oh, where wow. are you from i'm down in 333 wow how long does it take you to get up here from there uh like two hours i don't know hmm. i mean that's, that's that's borrowing any kind of elevator traffic right right yeah it's you know, it's the average, like, considering the traffic usually. If it's empty, which it never is, it'd be probably, like, an hour and a half. But you have to do any, like, transfers or anything, or is it just one all the way up? Uh, it depends on who's working the uh, uh, elevators that day. Um, a lot of space engineers, they have very quick shifts because it's very draining. So if mm. uh, you get someone who's a little bit on the weaker side, it could go a little bit longer. If you get someone on the stronger side, it goes a little bit faster. You know, okay. it's all up in the air, literally. Again. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I get it. I I'm working on my routine. I you know I'm trying my best here. No, yeah, no, that's that pretty good. Yeah, you gotta have, you gotta like in a place like this, you may as well, right? You right. gotta have a hobby of some kind. 
there's so much time on my hands to just write jokes and no one ever hears them because no one wants to just talk. It's crazy. Uh, what if you like left it as like notes in the bottom of their food or something? Or like on the bottom of the receipt. <laughs> put it on the napkin. Fortune cookie. <laughs> you mean put, put a joke in their food. Don't do it in the food. Maybe on like That's the napkin or the receipt. Like yeah. Wrapper or something, right? Do you do you know about that um alphabet soup? Uh no, I've never heard of it. Yeah, well, from from where I'm from, there's these letters in and it's in pasta, and you could like spell things out. So it'd be really easy to do something safe and and put a joke in someone's food, literally. But it would take a lot of time, probably. So well, if you, know, you have one at a time into the soup, that's provided that they actually got a soup. I'm, I'm hey, gonna uh, workshop all these. I'm gonna workshop okay. all these. Uh, you appreciate all this feedback. This is very helpful. Thank you, Hunk. Yeah, it's no problem. Right. So, uh, how much do we owe you? How many Pierce books do you take? Uh, for you guys, uh, including the the Hunk discount, I'm gonna give you guys a little extra discount. Just give me some company. Um, cool. Call it at a uh, 188 Pierce Total? books. Yeah. Damn. Totally. I'm getting right. it real cheap for you guys. I, I, I you have no oh. idea how lonely it is up here, man. I got it. I got it, guys. I got this one. No problem. Here you go. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Here, I'll take care of the tip at least. No, slap like a full fifty down on top. Oh, right. Wow. Yeah, here. Uh, throw that and then two of my little uh, like eye coins. Guys, so much for a discount. My God. All right. Thank you. Yeah, of appreciate course. It. Good service. Good food. Why not? Yeah. The chicken here, was in fact bussing. Here at Straight Bussing, you always get that good service and that bussing food. You know what I mean? <laughs> Plus, uh, we can call it an extra charge. Can I get thirds to go? For sure. Uh, he packs you like a little styrofoam container worth Thank of like some rice and hands it off to you. All right. All right. Uh, thanks. Let's hope to see you guys again. Good luck if you guys are fighting tomorrow. You know, maybe I'll stop by just to see how you guys do. Been nice. We'll probably, honestly, if we need something to eat afterwards, we'll probably come by here again. Awesome. I'll save you guys the same meals if you want. We'll see. We'll see what All else right. is on the burner. You got it. All Take right. care. Have a good night, guys. Peace. Probably head to those barracks. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he gave you directions there. Uh, yeah. He also said there was a bar across the street if you guys are interested. Otherwise, you guys can just crash the barracks. I don't drink. You guys drink? No, no. We no. could go for like information gathering or whatnot, but I feel like we might get further doing that after we've got the license. Yeah. I mean, right. I you know, always go for a good drink, but it's only at the, at the right time, you know? How underhanded are we feeling? Um. Why do you ask? Well, I mean... Let's presume that these barracks here, being directly across from the bar, we could do some sort of tampering to the fact that anyone else who'd be facing off against tomorrow is either too sick to fight or is at some sort of disadvantageous position because, you know, cramps or something. Well, I, I, um, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be involved in that kind of thing, but I wouldn't stop any of my friends from doing it because... You know, we need to get stuff done eventually, so... Right. No, exactly. I'm just saying, this might just make things a little easier. But I also don't really have things for that, unless holy water would, would do anything. I don't got anything to affect people on such a large scale. Yeah. Well, it's it's kind of ironic, because I kind of have something. Um, It's called uh, Create Food and Drink. It's a third-level spell. Um, right. And... Uh, I'm not entirely sure if the DM's going to allow me to create poisonous food, but you know, it's, it's certainly a thing that I could do. One thing we should also consider 
is if we're thinking of doing this, we're definitely not the first people who've thought of doing this. So either they will have regulations or punishments in place, or people will know that this is a possibility and be suspicious of us and then try to focus us down during the tournament. No, that's a fair point. So yeah, now better to just leave it. Could bring more harm than good. Right. So yeah, no, I mean, it was, it was an idea. That's all. So it's a good so you, idea. You don't, you don't want to live vicariously through me? No. I mean, again, I mean, I'm sure the food is delicious, but like, I mean, we just had some bus and chicken. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's true. Straight bus and chicken. Yeah, tell you what. <laughs> Before we go by the barracks, let's see if we can look around for a, a pastry shop. Pastries? Yeah, get some cookies. Oh, cookies. right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Fridge. You said you want, you didn't. I mean, I gave you that biscuit, which again, I don't know how long that's been in my bag. So. Yeah, it was kind of horrible. Matter of fact, it was like really <laughs> shitty. But I didn't want I to mean, I, for time. I appreciate it. Kind of hurt my relationship with you. <laughs> I, I mean, I appreciate you not doing that. I mean, now that kind of hurt a bit, but I mean, I tried, all right? <laughs> That's well, the whole point, yeah. is that I tried. Well, I ate it. I ate it and I swallowed it, so it's, it's, it's been put to use. But, all right, fair. Okay. <laughs> just, Alistair just looks very, very sad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, look, I tried. I didn't. I didn't hold a gun to your head and say, "Eat the cookie." <laughs> like, but I ate the cookie because it was a cookie. Right. I mean, I did say it was a biscuit, not cookie, but it's fine. At I this point, you guys walk cookie. past <laughs> a bakery uh, that has a cookie sale going on. You go in. We get cookies. You, you get cookies. We go to the barracks. Like, it's just, it's it's full mayhem for Fred. I just, I, I can't even describe it. Like, Fred, Fred just, like, uh, take 50, 50 bucks out of your inventory. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to roll to see how yes. ludicrous I, I, I'm, I'm going to be. Because either way, oh, it's going to be bad. Roll a D100. Like, how about that? How, 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 how bad? There you go. Your golf ball D100. Pulling out that golf ball D hundo. <laughs> I shit you not. I rolled a three. Oh, wow. <laughs> Oof. So you only buy three dozen cookies. Um, <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Uh, 1,200 cookies was the maximum possibility. Yes, it absolutely was. You would have gone into debt, and that would have been a completely different story beat. Uh, <laughs> but for only 36 cookies, uh, you get to pay 72 bucks now. How about that? $2 a cookie. Oh, my God. That's downright extortion. Pretty big cookies. Look at the cookies. These are cookies, and they're really I mean, good. Dude, like, like those, we're at a we're at a pastry shop. Those cookies are meant to be bought one at a time, and he's buying them by the dozen. Oh, those things are like point. the size yeah. of plates. Yeah, no, right. That's a fair point. Yeah, yeah. Thirty six plate size cookies in his inventory now. He's <laughs> gonna start throwing them at people like discuses. <laughs> really good. All right. Uh, you guys, I'll say you guys get over to the barracks after this. Um, that's where you guys wanted to go afterwards, right? Yeah. 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 So you guys find, um, a few bed rests for you guys. Um, you see that like, uh, sheets have been laid out for you guys, uh, a towel to be used for you for showers, um, like a toothbrush, toothpaste, everything that you guys might stay, um, in these like little booths basically in the wall. Uh, they have like your names written next to the booths that you guys are assigned. So Ash, Fred Cookie, and Ballast Stand Down Sprout. Fred Cookie. <laughs> He's the cookie. He's the cookie. He's my bed. 
Wait, boys, I don't see. Wait, is there a bed here for me? I mean, there's who's this baluster fellow? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. No, that's right. I, I'm baluster. Right. <laughs> that's, so, that's me. Yes. <laughs> Ash, Fred, <laughs> and baluster. <laughs> Uh, Ash, Fred, Cookie, and Ballister. Get it right. Ballister. Not even Down, air. Ballister. Ballister. No, I'm sorry. Downspout. Ballister, downspout. Um, <laughs> well, I've got Itis. All get a good night's rest, and that is where we're going to call tonight's session. Yeah. Dreamy of cookies. <laughs> Freddy, you have a great dream of cookies. Uh, but thank you guys so much for playing. I hope you guys had a good time uh, exploring this new part of the world you guys are interacting with uh thanks for all our listeners out there uh for tuning in and getting to know a little bit more about our story yeah yeah thank, thank you for listening yeah. to cookie fred thank you for putting up with my spiel about dystopian street food i agree <laughs> it's not wrong it's not wrong you need to there needs to be there needs to be one bright light in a dystopian place otherwise everything else just it it like if the whole I mean, system sucks, it makes everything seem less sucky. But if you have one good part, it makes it, it makes the shittiness of the rest of the world come into contrast. Isn't it the the whole point of a dystopia is to seem like a utopia, but isn't? So you do need to have that like nice veneer in some you, areas. You need to have some slice of life. You need to have something that everyone can enjoy. The counter I would say to that is probably the street fruit from Arcane, which is just bowls of like tentacles and slime. And it's so fucking like, delicious. Yeah. I bet you, it's say, you, you say that, but when Vi eats it, she loves it. Yeah. The, oh. She also lived in a prison for decades. It doesn't matter. The street food doesn't need to be good to you, the viewer. It needs to be good to the person consuming it. Ooh. Mm. Perspective. Join us next time on this hot, heated <laughs> debate. <laughs> of street uh, food and dystopias. Look, we're DMs. We study world building. That's yeah, true. it's a thing. This is a good uh, addition. Would anyone else like to sign off? Uh, oh yeah, I'm mean, Evan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is Tom. My voice has been everywhere because, again, I am Captain Trips. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Still dying. Gross. Got it. Yeah. It's okay. Love to see it. So yeah, it's 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 been cool, guys. This is Eli signing off. Huh. <laughs> Why do you do the cool one? Yeah, what I want to do a cool one next time. <laughs> You're right. I this time, I right? With, with the three in the K. Oh, no. I gave it to Evan. I got it. <laughs> you motherfucker. Uh, all right, that's enough. Goodbye. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.